and crossing, like drawing the boundary is such an essential tool in spiritual growth and even in everyday life though. Mm -hmm. the, goal of, the goal of drawing boundaries is just to save your energy from being expelled yeah. into the wrong kind of things and the things you don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that are not aligned with who we are. But in order to know what does that even mean, we have to mm. be honest with ourselves at first and have an honest dialogue. Who are we? Like, what are my priorities? What, where do I want my energy to flow? Namaste. Welcome to the 24th episode uh, and from the second season of the Kendra Maya podcast with Maharukayu. Thanks you for being with us um, on this journey. So today's topic uh, has been voted for by the community on Facebook on mastering communication for creating work-life balance. And they have all voted for how to set and maintain boundaries tactfully. So that's today's topic. And we're also gonna talk about a bit about the other part of it, rejection as part of it. Uh, but we will also address uh, overcoming rejection in another podcast episode for those who voted for that. And uh, so I will be sharing a PDF, a mind map of how to approach this at the moment. I hope the screen is visible. Yeah, it is. So in today's, the topic is about setting and maintaining boundaries and communicating them tactfully. And we're going to look at, break it down into three components, uh, which is first to know your own boundaries and then to maintain and how to maintain them and then to communicate them tactfully, right? All right, so. Boundaries are nothing but what one would consider our limitations or, um, yeah, in this case, our limits, but we also need to understand our, the infinity that we have. But first, let's look at limits. Now, boundaries are nothing but clearly as, it, uh, as it's clear that we need to know what our limits are. And this we can understand if we know what is hurting us or what pains us in our life or at work. It's pretty simple sounding, but actually to know your pains, you need to be really honest with yourself. And honesty is at the core of the journey of healing also, but also the journey of communication. Because if only you know what you want, can you actually communicate that, right? And honesty comes from, I mean, understanding of your pain comes from an honest dialogue with yourself, like what is really pissing me off or what is really hurting me. And that will allow us to go to the third step, which is what are the skills that we need to stop experiencing this pain, 
and to grow right this is part of our emotional mastery framework also honesty of your limits knowledge of your pain and the skills that you need to grow the three steps all right um so now there is also a limitation that we have that we need to be aware of but then there's also a knowledge of our infinite self that if we knew what is our infinite self then we would know what are we willing to do no matter what happens so at at which point about what matters in our life and at work are we willing to go the extra mile and that we will know if we can understand what are we willing to give up on unwilling to give up on sorry what are we unwilling to give up on so for example i am unwilling to give up on my health i'm unwilling to just let it go and let it be a random variable in my life no i want to make sure that i have a consistent healthy mind and healthy body so i'm unwilling to give up on my health and that is nothing but an awareness of your priorities right so if you know what you're unwilling to give up on then you will know your priorities and you can make a list of your top three priorities it's not very complex and this will allow you the next step from knowing your priorities is making decisions which in itself is a skill set right yeah. and then of course the good news about making decisions is that once you've made a decision and once you're aware of your priorities you basically have overcome rejection because you know that even if there is something that rejects you or there's someone who rejects you if you know your priorities then you know that you can find someone else because you're unwilling to give up on it no matter what happens you're unwilling to give up on that priority and if i may add something to this i mean i'd say it's better to be rejected by someone else than you rejecting your own self yes. like, don't give up on yourself yeah, yeah better be rejected by 10 20 50 people in your life Mm -hmm. that you reject in your own self so that's where priorities boundaries things that you're willing to cling on to no matter what all of these come into play mm -hmm. yeah definitely that's a really nice way of kind of comparing that just giving up on oneself is nothing but rejecting oneself and yeah, uh, yeah that's just going to lead us to self-destruction which is where most of us are going, unfortunately. Back to screen sharing. Now, after one has made decisions, we have to, of course, act upon those decisions, which requires energy. And energy, as we understand it in yoga, is sentient so it has sensory perception and it is basically what everything all matter is made up of but before we go too much in detail of the sentient nature of energy it's important to understand that its connection to attention so basically as guru pashupati succinctly puts it where attention goes energy flows yeah and you can try that out for yourself as well. I mean, 
Just focus yes. on your feet. You'll find there's a lot of blood flow, flow going directly to your feet then. Exactly. You can do this for any body part. I mean, yesterday, I mean, last week I had a muscle spasm during my trainings mm. and I had a pinched nerve. So it was really harrowing though. The pain was really hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. So I just put my intention to that pain point and it's almost gone. I mean, I'm still feeling some bit of stress, but it's pretty much mm -hmm. gone. That's great. And it's gone. Uh, but yes, um, <laughs> I sent you some healing. I hope that helped. Um, I, I did receive it. So those people who are listening in, if you would like at this very moment, you can try to feel the flow of blood into your feet. Just take your attention to your feet or your little toe. And feel how you experience it from the inside of your body. Now take your attention to your little toe on the other foot. And you can recreate the same feeling on the other toe just by taking your attention there. And now both of these little toes feel the same. Whereas before we did this, you did not have a conscious awareness of your little toes. Mm. So if you pay attention to your phone, then your attention is going, your energy is going there. So that's why you're losing energy. And that's how even if we have just been sitting with scrolling on social media for a few hours, we feel like we are tired after it because we have lost energy into that phone. Yeah. All right. Continuing this. So if you focus, so if there is a problem that you have in life, your pains, if you focus on the pain or the problem, so if you focus on the problem and you keep on focusing on it without, and, and then going down a spiral of a downward spiral of, oh no, I feel I'm, such, I'm in such a bad place and things are so difficult and there's nothing I can do. Things are just happening to me instead of taking responsibility for it and therefore focusing on the solution. Your problem will just keep on growing bigger and it will lead to more suffering, right? So this is the endless spiral of suffering, the downward spiral. And the brain produces a lot of neurotransmitters to support this, but you will be on an endless up and down, like um, seesaw of emotions. But instead, if you say that, okay, I don't really care whose fault it is, but I'm going to take the responsibility to fix it and find a solution. And then you immediately start to focus on the solution and the solution then grows bigger and bigger because the energy is now flowing into the solution. Indeed. That is such problem, a wonderful way to put it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the problem will simply disappear. Yeah. Such a good way to put it though. Mm -hmm. Wherever you put your intention, your attention, that's where, that's what grows. If you wallow in self-pity all the time, you'll just become a miserable person. And I think all of us have been there at some point in time. Some of us still continue to be there. And uh, yeah, the, the rabbit hole is endless. Yeah. 
the rabbit hole is endless for both uh, good emotions and bad emotions. Bad depends emotions on which. Yes, depends on which rabbit hole you want to enter. Mm -hmm. I have. Uh, I just wish to experience uh, good emotions. I mean, of course, we're not infallible. There'll be bad emotions from time to time, and we must find a way to deal with it. And crossing, like drawing the boundary is such an essential tool in spiritual growth and even in everyday life though mm -hmm. the goal of the goal of drawing boundaries is just to save your energy from being expelled yeah. into the wrong kind of things and the things you don't want to do yeah yeah that are not aligned with who we are but in order to know what does that even mean we have to be mm. honest with ourselves at first and have an honest dialogue who are we? Like, what are my priorities? What, where do I want my energy to flow? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, but there is a limit to kind of the bad emotion that the body can tolerate because too many bad emotions and too much downward spiral, you go into depression and eventually you want to do things to yourself that are probably going to cause death. And the body bilkul, is going to... What? Bilkul, yes. bilkul. <laughs> Uh, okay yeah i mean if death is the end goal then yeah why not but yeah. if you want to continue living and follow your purpose then an accumulation of suffering is not good for your path no you can just anyone you can ask anyone and they just want to be happy they don't want to be in a miserable pit hole nobody wants to be there mm. Yeah, and then it, it's important to know our priorities because if we waver and keep on wavering forever, then we are certainly going to lose energy because we don't really know. Do we know how to produce new energy? Do we know how to recycle our existing energy instead of constantly having the energy flow through us and exhaust the vessel of energy, which is our body? Mm. Because the body will run out if the energy is misused in lots of things that are not really important to us uh, if if i might add something to it it was just a passing thought mm -hmm. but um there's this one thing and there's one thing that i've actively worked on myself is not to be swayed by the emotions mm -hmm. okay emotions can lead you to do like so many things though go both good and bad mm -hmm. but what works for me is the fact that i've drawn a thick boundary between mm -hmm. emotion and action mm -hmm. my emotions don't always drive my actions mm -hmm. my emotions might start a fire they might spark an idea they might spark a, a wave of um, impulses mm -hmm. but the one thing i've uh, been able to successfully master is to not immediately and impulsively act upon them. To go back to the drawing board, to see where those emotions are coming from, to see the long-term consequences of that. Mm -hmm. And that's how I kind of uh, conduct myself these days. That's excellent. That's amazing. Yeah, I am in a similar position. I've also been, since I was even like for a while now, it's obviously hit and miss. I mean, many times I have miss and actually acted immediately after my emotions have overtaken me. 
this has happened mm. obviously in this journey as well but more recently especially i've become more consistent at this boundary and being very clear on not acting Im immediately and impulsively and just it's not even about being impulsive it's about knowing and collecting enough data about the whole issue about other people's emotions about all the people involved about all the things involved in the matter that you are interested in so for example mm -hmm. if you want to change your job or move to a new country then uh, it's important to process a lot of data about it like are there job opportunities in the field that you want to work in and how well are immigrants perceived in that country and how much is it going to cost to move? I mean, there are many data points involved in what are the skills that we need to be able to live happily there. For example, you need resilience to the cold if you're going to a mm. Northern European country. So there are some skills you need like wind tolerance, cold tolerance, like all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah. Bland food tolerance. <laughs> Bland food tolerance. Shitty dumpling tolerance. <laughs> Bad sauce tolerance. Yeah. Baked beans tolerance. <laughs> yeah, not not having too many people on the street tolerance, and like generally, it may be more difficult to make friends because there's a cultural difference. Yeah. It's easier to make friends with Indians because we just can connect over anything, including Bollywood and all kinds. No, of I can't. I, I can't make friends with neon country mates. So. <laughs> at this point, at this point, all right. Yeah, moving on with the my yeah, map. Okay, so wherever your attention goes, your energy flows, and it's a good idea to focus on the solution. Now, to maintain one's boundaries and to communicate them, we have to know um, at first what outcome is it that we want before we start communicating. Hmm. Right. So we need to know what is the end goal of this conversation or what's the end goal of anything that you want to do. If you want to talk mm. to your parents, or if you want to talk to your work colleagues or your children or your flatmates or your friends or your partner. So it's important to know what is the end goal of this conversation. And for each conversation, you should be aware of it. And then once you know what outcome you want, you need to know at all you need to have already known what your priorities are to know what outcome you want and then you go into that conversation with the state of mind the emotional state of mind that you will be in when you achieve that outcome so when you finally communicate, if I want to be at peace with my priorities uh, at the end of that conversation, then when I, when I actually even start that conversation, I will already be at peace. Understand? But most of us find it hard to be at peace. So that's, that's where meditation comes in to teach us how to have this equanimity and peaceful state of mind. But if you want to be, you know if you want to experience peace or if you want to experience happiness or joy at the end of a conversation at the end of that outcome being fulfilled so for example if i want to go out invite someone for a date and uh, at the 
when I ask someone out, what I want, of course, is a yes. And I don't want just a yes, I want an enthusiastic yes. So the mm. state of mind is enthusiasm that I want yeah. at the end of this. So when I approach this person, I will approach it with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm would already be my state of being. And that's when I will communicate that. So instead of feeling, okay, instead of fear, most of us approach these kind of questions with fear. Like we invite someone yeah. for a date, but we fear that we will be rejected. And then the outcome is that we get rejected. But instead we approach it with enthusiasm, then we might receive another outcome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is so important. And I personally, my, my, uh, I myself, I'm in the business of being rejected. I'm an actor. I get rejected every day. Mm. You apply to 20 different um, auditions, you get a call back for one of them. Mm. You're rejected by 19. Mm. So rejection is part of the drill, though. Like, yeah. It's important to know that you won't always be rejected. But the rejection to acceptance ratio would always be more in favor of rejection mm -hmm. as opposed to acceptance. But that, that tiny minuscule bit of acceptance leads to more opportunities. So mm -hmm. the goal is to never give up though. Rejection is part and partial. You got to take it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really interesting about the ratio between rejection and acceptance because I think the more ratio is on rejection, that means we are more open to growth because failure leads to growth. So yeah. if, if one is being accepted in all places in our life, then it's probably true that you're not really growing that much. Exactly. Discomfort leads to growth. Even as a yogi, yogi and as a teacher, I'm also rejected left, right and center because people don't want to meditate uh, basically. And they just want uh, to be happy all the time, but don't really know how to get there. And they don't, yeah. So that's why this podcast, right? Um, but yeah. So being rejected is a great way to fail and to learn and to fine tune one's abilities and to grow. Mm. But acceptance is also important. So we know what we are actually getting right. Exactly. So, which brings me to what Guru Panchavati says, success is nothing but running out of ways to fail. Mm -hmm. so you've perfected your craft to a degree that you become fail proof. That's when you get success. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Bilkul, bilkul. <laughs> All right. So now that is the communication bit, and that's the way to get what you get your boundaries right and to communicate them. But it's also important to know what will happen if your boundary is violated. And this is really important because the point of having a boundary is to know that if the boundary is crossed, what will happen next? That's why there is a limit. And if there is no consequence, then there might as well be no boundary. Yeah. And this is a bit exactly. of a hard pill for people to digest, but without it's an essential life skill. Yeah. It's an essential life skill. I mean, it's uh, it's what monks and yogis and warriors have always practiced mm -hmm. you let people in but only to a certain degree only to the extent of you letting them in if yeah. they overstep uh, your boundaries then there's bound to be consequences 
And if it's if there's no consequence, then it's it's complete violation. Mm -hmm. It's 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 personal. It's it's rape. Mm -hmm. Indeed, that's actually a very physical, yeah, the physical and very black and white way of putting it. Crossing boundaries. I'm sure YouTube is gonna censor that, but uh, whatever. Oh yeah. That's the habit. It's the hard proof. Yeah. Pushing someone's boundaries. Even if there's no boundaries, you're, you're violating consent. And Indeed. Yeah, violation of consent is rape, basically. In a sexual situation, it's rape, and in a non-sexual situation, it's just it's abuse. Violation. It's yeah. abuse. And a lot of us, like I have personally experienced a lot of um, violation of my boundaries in my life. So I know how important it is to have them. Because this is nothing but just another way of losing energy endlessly to something that does not respect you or someone who does not care to respect or understand who you are and when there is a lack of respect then why are you in a relationship with that person exactly and if you cannot if you are in a job and it's your boss who is violating your boundaries then it's a great idea to learn how to communicate your boundaries how to communicate mm. them tactfully and we will go there in the next in just a minute or two but yeah if one's boundaries are violated then it's a good idea to whether or not we have to actually execute this ideally our communication skills are tactful enough that we get the results we want but in case not then we need to be able to have physical resilience to physically defend our limits mm. for example in the case of rape would be one needs to have physical resilience men and women and all non-binary uh, those who identify that way as well. We need to have awareness of our physical limits and know how to defend them by being physically and mentally as well strong. Yeah. And also in the form of emotional resilience to be able to remove people from one's life who are toxic and exactly. not to lose energy to that event or to that person. That's a skill set. And we teach it in yoga in the master communication intensive course, um, which I'll talk about again. It's also in the previous podcast episode that we spoke about it. But yeah, if you want to not lose your energy to that event or person, then definitely sign up for our master communication intensive course, part of, part of which we also receive the three meditation from the foundation course, which uh, for which we already have many students um, part of it. And two people have signed up for the intensive course as well. So seats are getting filled up and we have a limited amount of seats, right? Because both of us also have full-time jobs. So coming back to the point, if you want to maintain your boundaries, you need to know your con the consequences if somebody steps over them. And this involves building up physical and emotional resilience. If you already have it, that's great. But uh, if not, then it's important to learn the skills to be physically resilient, for example, with martial arts. Mm. and emotionally resilient by knowing how to not lose energy through the mind. Do you want to add anything to that? Well, it's uh, fairly simple. It's quite a simple model for people to follow. The challenge yeah. is to get to the point of applying that model. Yeah. 
and it takes mm -hmm. takes time to practice and learn mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, for those in prague uh on the 16th of may would you like to elaborate on what we're doing in prague yeah so in prague it's going to be us basically going through the master communicator communicator or communication foundation course and those who are going to sign up for it in the next so you there is still one week um yeah we have exactly one week until 16th of may and those who are interested we encourage you to get in touch with us we will send you a free meditation that you can start practicing immediately those who attended the free webinars we already did have done this meditation uh, but there are some who want to so if you get this recording you can just practice this for yourself for one week which will prepare you mm. for the two meditations that we will teach at the at the event and at the event we are going to do three things you're going to understand your problems uh, at work and in life uh, what what are your pains what are what are the things that you need help with you know time management or boundaries or productivity and focus any of these things um, that you need your, our help with. And the second is we're going to do uh, physical movements. So to get the blood running and to get us to build our physical resilience also. Maharuka is going to do that part of it. I mean, he's a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu martial artist and has done boxing. And I'm also having Indian martial art experience of Kalim and Karlakatai. So we'll all do this together. So don't come in clothes that you cannot move in, right? Don't come in high heels, please, for those who are coming. <laughs> <don't come> <laughs> high heels are, are bad for your spine, it's bad for your posture, it's bad for every goddamn thing. Yeah, true. Although they are quite nice to wear, but uh, yeah, don't come in high heels. <laughs> the third one uh, is meditation, of course, where we will do two types of meditation. We will learn how to become certain about anything we want in life and the second one will be on decision making so the meditation we will send you for free if you just message us is about becoming honest with yourself and that's the first step and the second one is becoming certain and of becoming aware of your pain and becoming certain on how to change that the skill upgrade part of it and the third part is make decisions and to actually start changing your life so it's going to be a really transformative, power-packed, energy-intensive um, in a wonderful way. Um, and we are really excited to receive you all, uh, whoever's coming over to Prague. You can also come in from nearby cities if you live in Poland or if you live in Krakow. Or, I mean, it's like a very cheap Flixbus away. Um, and the and knowledge and the incredible insight that yoga has to offer it's certainly worth that trip. So if you're in a nearby country, you can also, you know, just take a bus or a train or anything. If you're in east of Germany, it's pretty close to Prague as well. I used to live in east of Germany and I know it's like really close to Prague. So, and of course, those who are in Prague, make sure you take these three hours out of your evening yeah. on the 16th. And uh, we'll be sharing the, the poster for the event tonight. So it gives you exactly a week to prepare yourself for this event. Yes, precisely. 
All right, let's get back into the talk. Those who are in India, we will potentially also organize some events in India in the near future. So stay tuned into the podcast. All right, now, oops. The, the steps that I've already highlighted and that we've spoken about in this podcast is to know your and maintain your boundaries tactfully you need to know your pain and then you need to be honest about your priorities and after that you need to make decisions and then communicate those decisions that's those are the four steps right and uh, it's easy to look at it here and it's you know, maybe you can even try to apply it because actually we are going to give away the meditations for free. But if you really want to get feedback and to get coached by us, because we have experience of having done this in our own life, then you're free to sign up for the master communication foundation course that I'll speak about in a minute. Now, for before, the really... so if I may add something, mm-hmm. so uh, don't be like, this is an advice to myself and to everyone is don't be afraid of losing people in your life. Mm -hmm. So if your boundaries are being overstepped, unless the other person is willing to change, improve, and forge a stronger connection, respecting your boundaries, don't be afraid of losing them. There's so many people in this world. And yeah, Mm -hmm. losing a few people should not hold you back from compromising on your own uh, boundaries. If, yes. uh, but at the same time, if uh, you and the other people involved are willing to rework the boundaries, rework strategies, then that's another story. Then it's a connection worth keeping. But if not, then um, no, I don't think you need people that make you feel miserable every day. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, definitely, if they're overstepping your boundaries, then it's a great time to have this conversation with them. In the precise, I have a three-step thing, it's called the Velvet Hammer Method. It's used by, it's it's approved by Siddha Yoga, but it's also used in corporates. So let's look at that. I mean, for the people who are willing to rework themselves with you, they are the really, they are really the ones worth having. And you will know whether they are willing to rework themselves or not by just trying this out. It's a really polite and courteous way of communicating your boundaries. And uh, let's just get into it. So the first step is to just begin with sincere appreciation. Um, Just a second. The first step is to begin with sincere appreciation of what is going well. So it's good to acknowledge in the beginning what is going well and appreciate that and just start with that, you know, that these things are really working out and I really enjoy this spending this time with you. And I think at work, okay, I really think that the, these, the way you communicate tasks to me is actually quite good. Um, then the second step is to highlight the issue by acknowledging your own mistake and the second half of the second step is to not implicitly blame them in any way. So let's take an example. 
uh, if you want to reset your boundaries and rework a relationship at work. And let's say you are the person who is the project manager and you want to talk to your employee and you tell them that, you know, you've been doing all of this work really well and you've been meeting these deadlines and the clients are really happy about this. That's great. Good job. Um, uh, however, I'm here to talk about the fact that I have not been able to uh, clearly communicate uh, some things with respect to the project. And so it may be true that there will be more tasks here than initially we were planning to have in this project. So basically acknowledge the mistake that you didn't communicate it early enough that there will be more tasks. And now there are going to be more tasks. And at no point are you going to blame them for not knowing this. I mean, perhaps you shared with them the whole work plan, um, but they haven't seen it. You know, don't start by blaming them, but by acknowledging your mistake. And then the way to approach this, the actual sentence that you can use is, for example, I noticed that, you know, the behavioral issue that will go in here, I noticed that you've not been putting any work into those tasks one, two, and three. Pause. I was wondering what's causing this problem that you've not been meeting these tasks because it cannot continue. What do you suggest we do? So by that last statement, by asking them for their suggestion, you have asked them for their help. And in this way, you have invited them to, as a matter of fact, co-create a solution with you. And this is really important that you co-create a solution. And you know, as we talked about before, the important part is to focus your energy and your attention in the solution, not the problem. And in this way, if you invite another person to co-create it with you, there's nothing like it. They will be very yeah. happy to participate in this solution building for that problem. Okay, that's a perfect model to execute. If, um, if you're clearly communicating your boundaries while appreciating the other person's time and effort, mm -hmm. there's nothing like it. And this is what you're going to learn in the, the Master Communication uh, Intensive Program, which can be applied to other areas of your life, mm -hmm. your partnership, your connection to like your relationship with your children, mm -hmm. your spouse, your neighbors, I don't know, endless applications of this program. Yes, it's uh, simple and it goes to the core of the problem, which is why it can be modified to be applied anywhere. I mean, not modified, but just put into any kind of system. All right, so now for those who are interested in actually learning how to do all these things that we have talked about in this podcast, all of these things, knowing your boundaries, maintaining them and communicating them tactfully, these four steps as well, then we are inviting you to just sign up for just get in touch with us and you can start meditating immediately and you can receive three meditations for free mm -hmm. and have access to them for a lifetime. So 
that's how it's going to be. All you have to do is send us a message on any of our social media channels, on Facebook, community, um, or Instagram, or wherever. What you will get if you pay for the course is three weeks of coaching. So first you get one week of trial with coaching along with the meditations. Uh, if you pay for it, you get three weeks of coaching in addition to that one week um, or about a total of three weeks. And the course, course costs, the coaching with the meditation costs about 2,500 Indian rupees if you're from India and living and working there and about 27 euros if you are even if you're Indian, but you're working and living in Europe, then it's going to be in euros, so 27 euros. And of course, it's going to be me and Maruka, you can coach, who will be coaching you if you sign up for that, right? Uh, so you all get like a week of free coaching um, with us. And if you don't want that, you get to keep the meditations anyway. Um, but for those who want it, there are limited seats, so we can coach 10 people. And some of you will be coached by Nishant and some of you will coach by me. And you will know that once you message us. So when you message mm -hmm. us, we will also like to know what you're going to use this for. What are the problems you're facing in life? Um, what, are, what, is, what, is the, what are the things that you want to prioritize and what do you want to become honest about? What, what are your troubles, basically? We need to get to know you a bit. So we're not going to have an interview phone call, which we will have if you want to sign up for the intensive course which uh, we have spoken about in the previous podcast, but it's the same thing. It's just six weeks of coaching, a different set of meditations, more intensive ones um, that will help you really manage your time well, because it has the meditation to change the perception of time. This is a very useful one. Um, but yeah, in this basic one, it's only 2.5K um, Indian rupees, so 2,500 bucks, 27 euros. Uh, if you want the coaching and for free if you want to try it without the coaching so yeah that's about it um we will be thank you for this insightful podcast and uh yeah the mind map makes it uh, so much easier to navigate if you're lost in life so thank you so much for preparing that yeah thank you for you know asking your questions and for bringing your real life experience also into um putting some flesh onto the bones of this mind map. Um, so all of our listeners, please uh, like, share and subscribe to the channel and to this podcast if you enjoyed this episode, if you got value. And, you know, stay tuned and uh, get in touch with us if you want to start applying this knowledge. Um, but if not, you know, you are going to receive these podcasts for free anyway. And you would even receive the meditations for free if you um, get in touch with us and let us know your reason uh, behind your interest. Thank right. you for listening.